Real with Nyree and Fiona and Greg. And uh, what are we drinking tonight, Fiona? We are drinking Henry Pelham. Yeah, I think this is our classic, our Bafo Noir 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good old VQA. Of course it's I'm a sure VQA. We, I'm sure we've talked about this before. Yeah. But yeah, it's delicious. It's a classic. <laughs> and uh, Greg, what are you consuming tonight? <laughs> I have a Lakeside Kolsch from the Lake of the Woods Brewing Company in Kenora. Uh, light, refreshing taste it has. So <laughs> actually, it's pretty good. So. And they're bar. under a whole lot of snow this weekend, so not <laughs> probably mm-hmm. maybe not the beer of choice when it's cold and snowy. You might want a porter up there. <laughs> oh, you can drink a, a light one anytime. <laughs> so what's our topic tonight, Fiona? Well, I got thinking about the evolution of fitness from before the pandemic to now. Mm-hmm. It's a well, pretty broad subject, you know, being it's over two years now. But Oh, and I think about how much we've changed as a business, but... Uh, yeah, like uh, I feel like people are looking for that connection again to people and getting. Well, yeah, because I think a lot of people went out and bought a whole bunch of shit over the, the pandemic, <laughs> right? Thinking I'm going to work out at home stuff. We'll say fitness stuff, equipment, fitness yeah. shit. Like there's a lot of shit. I'm just saying. But, <laughs> yeah. So they bought all this stuff and, you know, oh, we'll look at YouTube, figure out how to use this stuff, do the workouts from this. But it's not the same doing it at home as it is. No. Somewhere at, at a gym or at a CrossFit gym anyways. I mean, sure, if you're just looking at doing like, a, okay, I'm going to do a couple like arm curls and stuff like that at home, fine. But While you're yeah. watching the boob tube. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I mean, even in the last uh, few weeks, we've had old members come back. Uh, and the, the first thing they said was, I miss the connection. I miss having people social around interaction me. with yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's not even... Uh, like I think it's more like, you know, you have a, it's motivating to see other people do things and it pushes you because you're not going to push yourself at home. Like you're going to, mm-hmm. you know, bypass doing things that you would, you know, you would cherry pick. You're not going to, you know, maybe do a heavy deadlift or maybe you don't have the equipment. So you don't, you know, you kind of shortchange yourself. So yeah, I feel like it's definitely been that connection and we've had some new people. And that's the first thing I miss having people around me and having that connection with other people. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, now that we didn't have that, that wasn't an issue before. There was always that connection. But yeah, when you've been out of it for two years and, you know, people are just nice to get back to having, you yeah. know, other people around them and stuff. So, And how many things do we do that's uncomfortable in the gym that oh, you huge. know you wouldn't do oh, at home? Yeah. You know, look at that one that we had last Monday with the, you know, the lunges and, and everything. Right? It was not a hard everybody, workout. Everybody we had definitely... a butt hurt for the whole weekend or like a whole week. Like you yeah. wouldn't do that at home. Like but we would that, have posted something similar at sure. home. But I don't think it would have been to the same intensity when you see somebody else, you know, oh, so-and-so was on her walking lunge as well. You know, I'm going to push through these last set of sit-ups. So you don't have that, uh, that motivation to push mm-hmm. yourself. Or you would have maybe not lifted the same amount of weight because either you don't have it or you'd be like, oh, I don't want to lift 35 pounds. There's nobody there to say, hey, you're strong enough. Lift more. Mm-hmm. That's right. Making you accountable. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, like, and that's the nice thing about, you know, that connection with not just other members of the gym, but the coaches, because then we can see, okay, hey, you know, we know you're strong enough to do this much weight because at home by yourself, you don't, you don't really have a reference. Mm-hmm. I think is probably more the point. You just go back to using the thigh master and you'd be all happy, right? <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Hey, For hey, sure. hey. Or the little thing so. on the doorknob. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I 
think Suzanne Summers probably made a fair amount of money I on that. Guess. I don't know. Or who was it? Suzanne Summers yes, did that? Yes, it was. I don't know. The Thigh Master. So now, not to mention any specific uh, brands, but what do you make of the whole uh, stuff that, you know, they have the bikes at home that have the weights and they have the... No, I'm sure they had a huge surge. And I think that's exactly what happened. There was a huge surge and then people got bored from being at home. And it's the same thing. It would drive me nuts trying to do one of those Peloton workouts with some person from all over with a whole bunch of people on a God knows where you are. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, on a, on a monitor and somebody just come on five more. The zoom of fitness. Yeah. It's like, really? Like now what kind of people really do you think excel at those? Is there a certain type of person or personality? Yeah. I think it's maybe somebody who's very driven. Yeah. Um, Maybe people who aren't particularly social. I don't know. Yeah, I feel introverts, like introverts, yeah. maybe yeah. who uh, don't thrive in that or who don't think they would enjoy that kind of group environment. But I mean, there's a convenience factor too, right? I mean, if you work shifts or have an odd mm-hmm. schedule, then I mean, having that access to something at home that you can just, you know, go to any go at any time. There's definitely that convenience factor. But again, I think how much of a bike can you do? How much of this treadmill. before it becomes boring, boring, right? So you know, I don't get the treadmill thing. All time either you you can go outside, like you can mm-hmm. go outside and run. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's what I mean. Like, <laughs> unless you don't live somewhere where it's safe well, to do so. Yeah, but. but I think most of us have a road like out in front of our house. <laughs> like I'm, now, I'm, now, but you know, like, <laughs> like so. So you go and spend five thousand dollars on a on a treadmill, and then a subscription some, on top, and then of a that. subscription on top of that mm-hmm. for something that you can do on your own with your, you know, your, your phone and some headphones if you wanted to yeah. and not have to worry about all you need is a pair of shoes. Yeah. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't well, and I it. think during the lockdown, that was the attitude about governments. Well, you just go for a walk. Like you don't need yeah. anything to be fit, but yeah. it's so much more well, nuanced than just the whole, like, yeah, yeah, I could go out for a walk. I could go out for a run, but I, need somebody to motivate me i need that connection with other people and i think i like how Teresa culvert said it best like she doesn't need to go to the gym with somebody she needs somebody to be, be at there. the gym for her mm-hmm. and that's like the whole like you don't push it like you don't get those prs by yourself very often but you definitely do when somebody else is you know, oh come on you you've got it you've got it. you've got five more and i love how even in a normal workout like even Kelsey's like, yeah, you could do more. Nairi just left. She went over there, but I'm just going to say you could do more. But you get that kind of fun sort of like, not really razzing, yeah. but sort of that cheering on and like, yeah. you know, who's going to do that on a Peloton sort of well, uh, When you're situation? home, there's just too many distractions. Yes. That's a it's, thing too. It's yeah. a second, like you're going to push that away until yeah. something else, got, life's always going to pop up. Like, oh, mm-hmm. I got to do this. Oh, oh I I'll do it tomorrow. Got and a then, load of laundry to throw yeah, in. And I tomorrow got a dinner becomes, to cook. you know, the next day and then, wow, well, I'll get to it this week. And then, by the end of the week you haven't even worked out yet well at least Mm -hmm. if you're booking a class or something like that you're there i mean yeah you can cancel it but at least a lot of times if somebody's not there a couple days and i'm on the i'm on the horn you know emailing emailing them saying hey "Hey, going on everything okay yeah 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 for sure lazy street kicking in (laughs) i mean some people find the whole app thing to be motivating but uh i mean i think again like after a few months most of these things get pretty stale Mm-hmm. So, and that's, I think whether you're using my fitness pal or, you know, yeah. Peloton or whatever it is, I mean, I feel like there's sort of a finite life with them. And so like, yeah, like you said, like, you know, there was a big surge with Peloton, um, especially in the beginning of the pandemic, but now people are, you know, 
are wanting to go back to the gym and stuff. And so you're hearing a lot of ads on the radio and on TV for good life and planet Mm -hmm. fitness. And, and again, I mean, I feel like those gyms, they're a bit of a different because I mean, we're a micro gym. We're small. We'll always be small in terms of membership, in terms of, uh, people in a class. And so I feel like that's more appealing to somebody who maybe is a little bit cautious or nervous getting back into the well, gym. Well, and there's coaching, right? We're and coaching, coaching everybody. Like that's, that's a huge difference compared to going to good life where everybody's sitting around on a bench with their headphones on and you're trying to, to use a piece of equipment and they're like looking at you like you're an idiot with two heads. Mm. Like <laughs> we're in a class, like we have everything set up. The programming's there for you. We coach you through that. Right. So it's, it's a totally different animal. And I can speak, I think, from experience because before you guys turned CrossFit, Mm -hmm. you know, it was one thing to go in and use the machines Mm -hmm. and the lap pull downs and then you're using a bike or, but after a while you're doing the same thing over and over again. Your body's adapted to it. And before you know it, you're like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. And tomorrow comes and you still don't go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then as soon as you switched and you have... The programming done for you. Yep. You don't have to just tell me what I have to do. Yeah, exactly. And that's just, why half the time my brain shut off. Exactly. You're Turn your brain getting, off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You're not getting the same thing over and over and over again. The variety's there. Yeah. Well, and I day. think there's an intimidate, like, let's face well, it, there is an intimidation factor with any gym, but in a CrossFit gym in particular. But, you know, the business model for, you know, these large, you know, we call them global gyms, it's not to be, you know, critical of them. Like, every. Like they appeal Everybody, to a certain, yeah, you know, yeah, certain like and if that's in your neighborhood and that's convenient, then, you know, but they're also banking on hundreds of people joining and a small percentage actually using their membership, mm-hmm. you know, and so they won't notice if, you know, Jane Smith doesn't come to the gym for a month. But yeah. she's still paying. But she's still paying. Whereas right. in a small gym like ours, we we're going to know when somebody there. hasn't been there for a while. Like, hey, you know, are you okay? Everything good? Like, can yeah. we help you out? What's going on? Well, I think that's a big thing too, because you know, it's in the big gyms. How many of the big gyms know every member's name, know them but all? But you can't when there's hundreds No, and of, that's what I mean. We're yeah. a small gym like ours. We know everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, Well, and then to come back to the beginning of that topic, that's the whole point of that sense of inclusion and sense of being seen, I think, too, as a person. Like, you know, you've been cooped up in your house and, you know, kind of in this, you know, kind of like, a, oh, I don't know, like I say like a prison, it's not. But, you know, we've been sort of locked down for two years and not connecting with other people. And so it's nice to be go somewhere and actually use, somebody knows your name and somebody knows your fitness habits and your abilities. Whereas in a, in a large center like the ymca or good life they're not going to know, gonna know, know that yeah. pr for a deadlift like i know pretty much everybody i know what they can lift so i'd say oh this is what we can yeah. do right mm-hmm. so yeah we're a big gym is not gonna so i think the that. micro gym will probably fare well is faring better than mm-hmm. the larger franchises just because of that personal touch that people have missed for two years whether yeah. they've done peloton at home or followed youtube videos or whatever like you definitely need that still (laughs) do you even like (laughs) you're gonna go to chris's bulwarker you know that (laughs) i owned a a thigh master (laughs) oh my goodness i dare you to go to a a garage sale and find a thigh master that that's your job this summer it'll be like the prank uh i'll do that and i'll bring it bring it to today's class we're gonna use the thigh master today and you gotta dress like dan bailey when you use it oh i can do that yeah danny broflex i'll be doing a danny (laughs) broflex i can do that go 20 hard on my shirt no no (laughs) so so there you have it i'm not really sure there was much of a point (laughs) (laughs) you know i know i know you know i think it's the you know you need to connect with other people you need to connect with like-minded people and i think you know when it comes right down to it if you enjoy 
that kind of well, type of fitness, it. you're going to find people. It has to be yeah, fun. Too, it has right? to be fun. And that's the one thing that's probably missing from the, those at-home workouts too, is the fun factor, the the variety factor, and definitely the uh, connection with other people. Because we are social creatures, whether we sometimes like to admit it or not, yeah, or feel cranky and don't want to deal true. with people. Sometimes you don't want to people. But How many global gyms have a fridge at the front of the gym with, with beer, beer in it? it yeah. right? That's like, us. We've got I mean, one of those. Don't know. I've never been to one, but don't plan on it. Well, there would be like, you know, all your cheesy ass uh, supplements and, uh, you know, here's your your protein, pre-mixed protein drinks and stuff. Hemp hearts and freaking chia seeds. Yeah, but we have beer. We have the good stuff. Yeah. (laughs) And speaking of beer and wine. We are going to finish our beer and wine because it's Saturday night. and Probably a couple more. How we roll. So that is it for our uh, wonderful podcast. We will see you next time. 